It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of Let's Ride Your Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. And I'm here to talk about all things Pittsburgh Steelers like I always do. So, what's new with the Steelers? There's a lot new with the Steelers, and we're going to talk about all of it. We're going to talk about this NFL draft class, which we're still dissecting. You know, it's been a little over a week now. We're still breaking it down. We're still trying to figure out what the Steelers have. With this draft class in 2021, I'm going to talk about big Alejandro Villanueva's comments, and I've got a little bone to pick with some people on social media, not individuals. I'm not going to call anybody out like that, but I do have some issues. It's kind of like the airing of grievances on Seinfeld. I've got a lot of issues with you people, and you're going to hear about it. Yeah, some of you are going to hear about it at the very end of my heart-to-heart segment, but let's start out like I always do. I just want to send a reminder out to everyone out there. If you're a Steelers fan and you love content, and that's written, that's audio, doesn't matter what the form it is. My gosh, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. On top of that, make sure that wherever you are going for your podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Podbean, uh, Spotify, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. That's my show, Let's Ride, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That goes live every every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm not sure when it pump pushes out onto all the platforms, but that's when it's supposed to run. It's also the live mic on Tuesday. That's the Dave Schofield Stat Geek. Had a great episode yesterday, so make sure you check that out. Talking about the size of the players drafted by the Steelers. Really interesting. Never would even thought about thinking about that. But I have to mention this. You know, We are also on YouTube, and so a lot of people, they just follow us on YouTube, but they're missing all the audio. So those shows that I just mentioned are only on the audio side. All right. 
BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. One-stop shop for all things Steelers. But let's talk about this draft class. The, the headline, the title of this show is Why the Steelers Draft Class is for Now, Not Later. And this might sound a little bit off the wall. These people might be listening to saying, Jeff, I don't know if you got that right. Did you read that correctly? Why the Steelers draft class is for now, not later. Maybe that's a little deceiving when you hear my overall thoughts on this. So hear me out before you go ahead and judge. So when you look at the NFL draft, they used to have a slogan. And that is that the future is now. We have these images that we use for certain articles on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com where it's from the drafts of past and it says the future is now. Boy, is that correct. The future is now. Because when people need to understand about the NFL draft, yes, you are drafting for the future. But if you think for a second that you're drafting for anything more than that specific year, you are crazy. You literally don't pay attention. And it might just be because you kind of fall into these lulls. Fans fall into these lulls where they're thinking about, okay, well, I'm thinking about three years down the road. I'm not sure why you are. NFL teams don't. They're worried about right now. They're worried about this season. And when they pick, mainly in the first three rounds, they're expecting players that can help them right now. Not three years down the road, right now. If they draft a player that's quality, he's going to help them out for the next four-plus years. But the draft slogan, the future is now, is very poignant. I think that when you plan, you still do plan for the future. I don't want people to think that I'm getting my you know messages crossed here. You do plan for the future, but unless you're someone like the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're in complete rebuild mode. I mean completely rebuilding, like tear it down, build it back up then unless you're a team like that, you're drafting for now. Don't worry about the future. It'll take care of itself. You're drafting for right now. So what I did is I went back and I looked at the last four draft classes. That includes this 2021 draft. And I just broke it down. Looking at players that I think you would consider they are now picks and then there's future picks. And what that means is that there's players that they're expected to be able to contribute now And then there's players that are looking at, okay, you're just supposed to contribute in the future. And again, you might look at some of these picks in the future and say, well, wait a second, they're still on the team. That's fine. That's great. They're doing their job. They also, you might look and say, well, why would they make this pick? Well, it might be to fill the spot of someone that didn't pan out that that was drafted before them. So let's do this the, the right way. Let's start in 2018. Okay, 2018, in the first round, the Steelers take Terrell Edmonds. Then they go with James Washington, Mason Rudolph, Chooks Okorafor, Marcus Allen, Jalen Samuels, and Joshua Frazier, defensive tackle out of Alabama, no longer with the team. Everyone else is still a member of the Steelers. When you look at that draft class, you can see that the top two picks, Edmonds and Washington, were now picks. They were picks that were supposed to be able to help out right now. Edmonds was, and again, I'm not saying that when they drafted Terrell Edmonds, they expected him to start right away. They didn't expect him to start right away. Morgan Burnett couldn't stay healthy, and he was forced to start, and it didn't didn't hurt him. It didn't hurt him at all. He's still a member of the team. James Washington, I don't know if anyone expected him to come in and just be a superstar, 
but they expected him to contribute, and he did. In his, it wasn't a big contribution because that was the year that we, and Antonio Brown was still around. But still, James Washington did contribute some as a rookie. Everyone else, though, future picks. They're looking at okay, can we get these players to contribute at some point down the road? And when you look at it, they have. Mason Rudolph has played. Chukza Korafor is a starting tackle right now. Marcus Allen saw significant playing time last season when Devin Bush was hurt. Jalen Samuels has had his moments. Those are good picks because they are future picks that have panned out. So let's go to the 2019 NFL draft. In 2019, this is when they traded up for Devin Bush. In the third round, they take Deontay Johnson, Justin Lane. They get Benny Snell, Zach Gentry, Sutton Smith, Isaiah Bugs, UG3, Ulysses Gilbert III, and Derwin Gray. That was a huge, does a lot of draft picks in that, that, that draft. And they even traded some away. So again, look at these. Devin Bush, you trade up to, to pick number 10. Yeah, he's a now pick. You're expecting him to come in and play right away, and he did. Deontay Johnson, I would even say that he was a now pick. They expected him to come in and contribute in some way, and he did, whether as special teams or as a wide receiver. Everyone else in that class would be considered a future pick. Someone that they're like, okay, kind of a project. It's going to take them some time. We're going to go in and we're going to figure out if we can get them a spot. Justin Lane, still looking for his shot. Might be getting it this year. Benny Snell, never really panned out. He's still on the team. He doesn't seem like he's any more than a backup. Zach Gentry got hurt last year. He missed all of almost all the season with a knee injury. Who knows if he's even going to make the team this year after they take Pat Fryermuth in the first in the second round of 2021. Sutton Smith, everyone had huge hopes for Sutton Smith, doesn't even make the team, gets cut. Isaiah Bugs, he might be on the bubble now after the Steelers trade into the fifth round to take Isaiah Loudermilk. We'll talk about him in a second. But he was as a player that has still contributed in some way, shape, or form since he's been drafted. UG3 can't stay healthy. He has all the potential and promise in the world, but he can't stay healthy. And Derwin Gray, who was a cast-off pick, no one thought he would do anything, spent some time on the practice squad, played. They had to cut him due to moving some pieces on the roster. He ends up getting picked up. He's actually on an NFL roster. I think the last I heard he was in Cincinnati, maybe. I could be wrong, but Derwin Gray is still in the NFL. And so you had Devin Bush and Deontay Johnson were now picks and everyone else future picks. So let's go to last season, 2020. That was only that was a really small draft class, only six players. But when you look at it, you had Chase Claypool, Alex Highsmith, Kevin Dotson, Anthony McFarland, Antoine Brooks, and Carlos Davis. Claypool and Highsmith and Dotson. I don't think that when the pick was made, let me rephrase that. Claypool and Highsmith were now picks when the picks were made. I don't think anyone thought that Kevin Dotson was going to do what he did. I didn't. I absolutely didn't. I saw him as a... He's a future pick that could maybe fill in for Ramon Foster, could maybe fill in for – I mean, we knew that Filo was going to flex to guard before last season, but maybe DeCastro's future replacement. He was a future guy. Claypool and Highsmith were expected to contribute, whether it was special teams. I think we all thought Claypool had a spot on the offense, and he proved that he was worthy of that spot. But then you have McFarland, Brooks, and Davis. They all made the team. They're all still on the team. They were future picks. Now, looking back at it, now you look at Kevin Dotson and you say, well, he's actually, he was a now pick. Because I think that there, was, there are some, I'm not saying I'm one of these people that thought that he was maybe the best offensive lineman they had. It was a small sample size. The Steelers really didn't trust him out there in big moments. But still, he was consistent. He was a very consistent player. In hindsight, he definitely could be considered a now pick. 
not a future pick. But when the pick happened, I think it was a future pick. So let's look at this year's draft class, the, the class that's still so fresh in our minds, nine players selected, and let's see who could be considered now picks and then picks that are more for the future. Picks that we are expecting them to come in and play significant snaps in some way, shape, or form for the Steelers this season. That's the definition of a now pick compared to those that we're looking at maybe inactive on game day, Maybe they don't make the team. Maybe they are someone that you're looking at and saying, this guy maybe can contribute somewhere down the road. So let's start. Najee Harris, Pat Fryermuth, Kendrick Green. Those are your top three picks. Dan Moore, Buddy Johnson, Isaiah Loudermilk, Quincy Roche, Trey Norwood, and Presley Harvin. So let's talk about now picks. Who out of the nine would fall into the now category? Well, Najee Harris, number one, yes, he's a now pick. I'm not saying that he's going to be, well, I think he will be. I'm not going to predict it, but I think he will be the three-down bell cow back for the Steelers. But if they decide to spell him with Benny Snell early in the season, sprinkle in some Anthony McFarland, maybe he sees some Jalen Samuels as an H-back with Matt Canada because he's familiar with that scheme, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. But I think that Najee Harris is going to have a very large role on this team in this offense in 2021. Pat, Pat Fryermuth, Frothy Muth, from Penn State, second-round pick. He's a now pick as well. Clearly, they weren't happy with Eric Ebron. You know, Vance McDonald retires, so Zach Gentry, no, he's not the answer. Um, Kevin Rader, nope, probably not. And they didn't go out and get a, a free agent tight end. You know, someone like Jesse James was still out there. Tyler Eifert is another name that was being tossed around. Not that they were rumored to the Steelers or anything like that. But there was a gaping hole at tight end. So they take Fryermuth in the second round. He fills that hole. That also means that he's going to be a now pick in a big way. Barring an injury, barring him not being able to block at the NFL level, not being able to understand concepts at the NFL level. But he played at Penn State. That's a big-time collegiate program. I have no doubt that he's going to be able to come in and contribute as a rookie. He's a now pick. He is a now pick. Now it gets a little dicey. Kendrick Green, is he a center? Is he a guard? He did not play center that much in college. I didn't realize this until our own uh, Cliff Harris is still a punk or Kevin Smith, however, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Uh, he's our, one of our film room guys for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. He did the breakdown on Green, and I read it, and I'm looking at the, the film that he put in there, and he's, he all the videos showed him at guard. Only, very few. I think he only played center in four games. So everyone thinks, yeah, he's your center. That's going to be the center. Do we really know that, or is he maybe a, a, a backup center and can flex to guard, and they want to address center maybe next year? He gives them options, but is he a now pick or is he a future pick? I think he's a now pick. I think he's a now pick because they might need him more ways than one. We'll put it that way. If David DeCastro struggles or if he gets hurt, maybe he's the guard. Maybe he's the first guy in. I don't think it's Joe Haig. He's more of a tackle guy. I know they said he can flex the guard. I'm not sure I buy that. J.C. Hassenauer, B.J. Finney. Well, you'd have to make a decision if someone gets hurt at guard. Are you going to move B.J. Finney to guard and put Kendrick Green at center? Is Kendrick Green going to win the center job outright? These are questions, but Kendrick Green now gives them some versatility. I'm not sold on J.C. Hassenauer as a guard or a center. We'll make that very clear. I've made that clear before. If you've been paying attention, just not a big J.C. Hassenauer fan. So I think that Kendrick Green's a now pick. He was picked to help out this season in 2021. 
Is there anyone else, because now we get into day three picks, is there anyone in day three that I view as a now pick? There's only one. There's only one, and that's Presley Harvin, my my boy, Big Press, because I think that he can not only beat out Jordan Berry, he can be the punter for the long term, and he can do that now. Specialist kickers, long only the Steelers draft a long snapper in the sixth round, and that's my boy Colin Holba. But still, Presley Harvin should be able to beat out Jordan Berry, and if he does, he'll be the punter. He'll be the punter. You only keep one, so yes, absolutely, he's a now pick if, big if, big if, because we know Jordan Berry's a weasel, and when he when you have a weasel, he'll find his way back. He did it last week, last year with Colquitt. He could do it again with Harvin, but if Percy Har- Presley Harvin I almost said Percy Harvin. If Presley Harvin beats out Jordan Berry, then there's no doubt in my mind that he will be a now pick. So that leaves Dan Moore, offensive tackle. Buddy Johnson, great article ran yesterday on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, a film breakdown of Buddy Johnson. I highly recommend it to anyone that loves that type of substance. To see what you got with Buddy Johnson, you need to check out that article. That was written by Kevin Smith. He really breaks down how he could be the future inside linebacker next to Devin Bush. And it would be those two, and they're very athletic, so that's a good thing. Isaiah Loudermilk, I don't think anyone in their right mind believes that he's a now pick. Uh, Quincy Roche could contribute on special teams. But if you go back and look at all these other players, um, whether it's Benny Snell, whether it's Jalen Samuels or Marcus Allen, uh, whether it's Antoine Brooks, it's not that these players didn't contribute as rookies. It's that they weren't expected to be significant players on the on the roster I hope that makes sense I do think Quincy Roche might see some time at outside linebacker I do think that he's going to play special teams but I don't think they're going to count on him barring an injury I agree the same with Trey Norwood future pick he's versatile he is what Mike Tomlin called a Swiss army knife in the secondary he can play safety he can play cornerback and so they're going to utilize him in some way shape or form no doubt about it so you look at Trey Norwood, and that makes Moore, Johnson, Loudermilk, Roche, and Norwood all future picks for the Steelers. They will contribute in some way, shape, or form, but they're future picks. And this is kind of, let's bring it all the way back around. I hope that everyone understands that when you look at the NFL draft, a lot of people say, well, this player could be good in a few years. The history shows us that that's not necessarily always feasible. So look at 2019. They draft Benny Snell. Hey, this guy could be good in a few years. What'd they do in 2021? They just took a running back. (laughs) They just took a running back, and now you're looking at Benny Snell playing out his rookie contract, and he'll be going elsewhere. I really, really doubt that he'll stay in Pittsburgh. Um, And then you look at other positions where you have players that were drafted, and then a year later they took another player at the same position. Look at Isaiah Bugs. Isaiah Bugs was a... Uh, I'm trying to find it here. I lost it. He was he was drafted in the later rounds. I think he was a six-round draft pick out of Alabama. And you're like, okay, Isaiah Bugs, he had a lot of sacks at, at, for the Crimson Tide. Could he possibly be a guy that develops in the future and is a big-time player? You think that at the time, and then what do they do? They trade into the fifth round of the 2021 NFL draft. They give up a 2022 fourth-round pick to get Isaiah Loudermilk out of Wisconsin. Please tell me how that actually works bugs or mondo or carlos davis who was a seventh round pick in 2020 they could be off the roster this year because of that so we love to say well that's a future pick this guy could be good in a few years until they draft someone that they think is better that's just the way the nfl draft is now you don't have the luxury of waiting around six or seven years till a player develops you just can't do that they've got to be nfl ready 
They've got to be NFL ready, and that's one of the reasons why the Steelers do focus on mainly the Power 5 schools because they are the most NFL ready players coming into the draft. You look at last this number one draft pick, Najee Harris. If you watch the Road to the Pros documentaries, he talked about how he had interviews with teams, and they were asking him questions about protections and things like that, and he kept on telling these coaches, guys, I went to Alabama. I know all this stuff. I might call it a different thing. For instance, you might call a left block, like for instance, as a pass blocker, as a running back, if he has to slide to the left, you might call it Lucy. He might have called it lefty. It's the same thing. It's just different terminology because Alabama is like an NFL team just at the collegiate level. They run the same principles, same type of offense, and that's why those players are coveted in the NFL. So don't fool yourself. The NFL draft is not for the future. The future is now, meaning who can help me right now, especially for a team like the Steelers. The Steelers aren't messing around. They want to win right now, and they want to find players that can help them win right now, and that's the case every single year. I hope that made sense. In the second half, it's going to get a little feisty. Going to warn you, it's going to get a little feisty. We got to talk about some big Al comments, and we're going to talk about some social media stuff. We'll be right back after this break. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I'm your host, Jeff Harbin, here for the second segment of this Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5 o'clock Eastern time is when this goes out. I'm the co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You didn't know that by now, but still, we have a lot to talk about still to finish out this Friday show. I hope you have a great weekend playing, by the way. it's For me, it's a rest and recover weekend. After last weekend, the NFL draft is so long and grueling for people that cover a team. I don't care if you're a blogger that gets paid. I don't care if you run a website like I do or if you are a accredited writer from some newspaper. I don't care. It's a long weekend. So this is a rest and recover weekend for me. But the news on Wednesday was interesting. We'll put it that way. Big Alejandro Villanueva, I was asked about this in my Tuesday mailbag segment, and that was, what do you think about Villanueva going to the Ravens? Is it something we should be concerned with? Is this something that is, you know, what we're looking at? Does the the Steelers have an advantage knowing Alejandro Villanueva? And I answered the questions, and I was honest about it, but then he has his first press conference with the Ravens. And so the media are there. You know they're going to ask him a lot about the Steelers. You know they're going to ask him about the military because the Baltimore media contingent hasn't had the chance to really ask him these questions. Now, there's some that cover, like, for instance, ESPN writers, uh, NFL Network people. They've covered him at all, wherever he's been, because they might cover the entire AFC North. But there were some comments that were made by Villanueva that I was kind of – 
wow, I can't believe that. You know, I can't believe he said that. But at the same time, let me explain. But first, he was asked about why he came to Baltimore. Like, Why did he choose Baltimore? Well, the first thing he said is that the Steelers made it very clear once the season was over that they did not have an interest in bringing him back. I found that interesting. I feel like that was a situation maybe where they said, hey, we can't offer you as much as some of these other teams are, so you have the, you're, you have the green light to go look. And maybe we can bring you back, but it's not going to be for what you're expecting as a starting left tackle. And we're not probably going to promise you that you would start either. And so he's probably looking at the writing on the wall saying, I don't want to come back to this situation. I want to play. I've been the starter here ever since I I got that job as a starter. I, I want to play. And so the Steelers were never an option. But why did he go to the Ravens? Here's what he said. Quote, the fact that I knew the Ravens is a team that plays hard, a team that plays AFC North type football and I get a chance to play the Steelers as well with something that motivated me coming here for sure. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I, my ears perked up a little bit. My ears perked up a little bit. He little shots fired there at the Steelers, meaning he knew he was going to get a shot at the team that maybe he felt that they kind of turned their back on him. Maybe he felt that they, he was still playing at a high level and they didn't value him. Let's forget about the fact that the salary cap dipped and you really couldn't pay a left tackle, starting left tackle money, but that's neither here nor there. Then all of a sudden, yeah, he was asked about his time in the service, why he left the military, Um, but then more red flags went up when Villanueva was asked about run blocking because he didn't do a ton of that in Pittsburgh. Let's be honest. He was more of a pass blocker, and he's still good at pass blocking. Here's what he says. I'm assuming it's not as much fun running the ball, for the receivers, because they're not getting all of the catches, they're making the TikToks, and they're having fun on their social media. And shots fired, everybody. Shots are fired right across the bow. If you're the Steelers, if you're someone like Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, Eric Ebron, you're saying, he said what? He said what? Oh my gosh. Now, Zach Banner kind of tried to calmed down the fan base a little bit and said, Al is living in your heads rent-free right now, LOL. I love and miss the OG already. I wish him luck. Congrats on a great career in the Steel City. That's great, Zach. Thanks. Thanks. We can think for ourselves. We can think for ourselves. And then you get guys like Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette saying, here's a war veteran who's a decorated war veteran who you know goes to a new team and says these things and people just turn their back on him. It speaks volumes about the fan base. Well, you know what, Jerry? You know what, Jerry? I got a couple comments for you. And I've got a couple comments for Alejandro Villanueva. Alejandro Villanueva... I still don't hate you, man, because you're with a new team now. You got to say what you're supposed to say. Did I think you were going to say that? No. Did I think you would just toe the company line and say, hey, I'm not going to talk about Pittsburgh. I'm just going to focus on my time in Baltimore. I'm going to try to make the Ravens the best team that they can be. Did I think that's what you were going to say? Yes, you chose not to go that route. Guess what you also did? You gave the Steelers some bulletin board material. So when the Steelers do play the Ravens, guess what's going to be in your face? A bunch of microphones. You're going to have to answer some questions, and you're going to have a motivated Steelers team to go out there and shut you up. T.J. Watt will be ready to shut you up, period. That's just how it's going to work out. That's how it's going to work out. But then Jerry Dulac, his comment on Twitter. I mean, I want to read it verbatim. I want to give Jerry the benefit of the doubt here. Okay, so here's what Dulac says 
He says, all of a sudden, a guy who served three tours of duty in Afghanistan and stands up for his country is a villain and bad guy because fans think he took a few pokes at their beloved football team. That's all you need to know about some fans. Well, Jerry, Jer Bear, let me explain this to you. And I said this on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Jay Hartman, H-E-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. I said, let me make something very clear. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'll probably have to say it a million other times. And that is, I root for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I do not root for individual players. Do I hope those players succeed? Yes. Why? Because they're Steelers. Because they are Pittsburgh Steelers. If they leave, or when they leave, they are no longer Steelers. Therefore, I do not care. I guarantee you, Mike Tomlin, if he was asked, hey, what do you think about Big Alejandro Villanueva's comments? I don't care. He's not a member of my team anymore. I appreciate the work that he did when he was here, but he's not here anymore. So he's, I'm not saying he's dead to me. But because I still do appreciate what he did for the country. I appreciate the work that he did for the Steelers. He was a very good and very serviceable left tackle, not taking anything away from him. But I'm not going to sit here as a Steeler fan and say, oh, okay, well, whatever. It, it, It really doesn't matter because big Alejandro Villanueva can say whatever he wants. He can say whatever he wants. I root for the Steelers. I don't root for individual players. Do I have players that I enjoy watching? Absolutely. Everyone that's listened to me knows I'm a big Ben Roethlisberger fan. I've always liked Roethlisberger since he was drafted in 2004. But at the same time, if Roethlisberger were to leave, I don't know. Let's say he goes to the Houston Texans. I just literally just pulled a name out of a hat in my head. He goes to the Houston Texans next year and finishes his career in Houston. Am I going to root for the Texans? No. No, I'm not. If Ben talked bad about Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, am I going to care? No. Am I going to have to write the story? Yes. But am I going to care? No, I'm not going to care. I really don't care. Big Al can say whatever he wants. Like I said earlier, he has to, he's in a new city, really. I mean, since he came into the NFL, he was with Philly for a cup of coffee as a defensive lineman. And then Pittsburgh picks him up and turns him into a left tackle. He's been in Pittsburgh ever since. And so he's in a new city with new expectations. He's going to say things that maybe rub his former team the wrong way. I don't blame him. I don't blame him for it because he's got to try to find his niche with this new team. And he's going to talk about running the ball more. He might take some jabs, whatever, whatever. I'm a fan of the Steelers, not individual players. If I don't know how to make that any more clear. I really don't. So that's all I want to say about that. That's all I want to say. I want to get that off my chest. I'm a Steelers fan. I don't root for individual players. I root for players that succeed because they help the Steelers. Make sure we know that. All right, let's have a little heart-to-heart to finish out the show. So I did an article, and I talked about this extensively on my podcast on Wednesday, I, comparing Najee Harris to, to Le'Veon Bell. I said it in the article. I said it in the podcast. And some people... And this is one thing that I cannot stand about social media. If you're going to comment on something, whether it's a tweet, whether it's an article, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a video, I don't care what it is. Please, for the love of all things holy, read, watch, or listen before you comment. I know for a fact there were people that commented on my article comparing Najee Harris to Le'Veon Bell that didn't read a word All they did was read the headline. And this is not new. This is not new. This is the age of social media. I get it. But they read the headline and said, oh, my gosh, Najee is is just the next Najee. I mean, don't compare him to Bell. 
I have a I have a saying about I've comment about that in a second, but or oh, just let him be himself. Uh, I don't want to shut up already. Read the article, listen to the podcast. I said it in the podcast. I'm not comparing him to the person. I'm not comparing him to anything he did off the field, whether it was the marijuana situation, the holdouts, everything. I'm not comparing him to that at all. I'm comparing him as a player. That's it. In the article, I said at the very top of the article, I'm not comparing him to the person off the field. I'm not saying he's going to go and have a horrible, crappy rapping career. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that as a player, that's what I'm comparing him to. And as a player, when Le'Veon Bell's in his prime, you should be 100% okay with Najee Harris maybe being Le'Veon Bell 2.0. But the people that say, oh, Najee is the next Najee. Najee is Najee. Look at what you're saying. You sound like an idiot. And this is actually stuff that I had to deal with on social media. Don't be an idiot, okay? Have an open mind. Be able to read something. And if you don't agree with it, then let's talk about it. But there were so many people on social media and in the comment section of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com that made these comments about the article, and you could just tell they didn't look through everything. They didn't see the comparisons of the times and the high, the size, the stature, the highlights, and, and the, the stats from college. Like They didn't look at it. And I said it blatantly on every single platform, this is not about off-the-field stuff. And yet here we have these morons still commenting about off-the-field stuff. So I want to get that off my chest. If you're going to comment on something, at least do the person that produced the content, whether it's written, audio, visual, doesn't matter. Do them the service of actually watching, listening, or reading. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Because if you don't do it, then don't comment. It's that simple. And that's on anything. Really, it is. It's on anything. All right. I got a lot off my chest in this show. I hope you appreciate it. I had fun. I hope you did too. We got a weekend coming up. Will there be Steelers news? I don't know. But if there is, I'll be back on Monday to talk about just that. And I hope that you make BehindTheSteelCurtain.com your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow. Do whatever you have to do. And also, if you're listening on iTunes, iTunes, I know that half of you are. Give us a five-star rating if you enjoy the content. Leave us a good comment. It all helps with exposure. We've moved into the number one slot on the uh, Steeler side. We want to stay there. I don't want anyone even threatening us, and you're gonna need, I need your help. I need your help with this. So help us out, five-star rating, and a good comment. We appreciate that. As we always finish it out here, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you on Monday. Go Steelers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.